welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Amendes in the news. And to this week we are joined by Drunk Hawkman star and producer? Yeah, mo- writer. Writer, writer. Let's put okay. myself writer first. All right, and fair enough. For <laughs> some reason, Nixon, like welcome, that. welcome. Oh, hi. <laughs> Pleasure. Um, Thanks for having me on. I'm, yeah, absolutely. I, I like Back to the Future too, so this should be fun. All right, sweet. Well, I'm uh, glad so you weren't on here last week. I, I was listening. The last one I listened to was 45, and I was feeling a bit of a an anti two vibe, and I Just dig it. Specifically, this part of I mean the the that that week was kind of my the thing I was looking forward to least about this movie. Oh, it's my and, favorite part. Oh. No, 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 it's it's the it, the thing that uh, Nick is confused because I don't think he oh, knows sorry. the episodes oh, okay. there. Yeah, he's talking about the last one we recorded, which would have been 46 oh. through 50, not oh, the ones that came out last week. Right. Were, yeah. Sorry. Um, it's, uh, everything led about you astray. Oh, you're yeah. fine. <laughs> but, uh, all right, but today we're talking about Minute 51, which starts with Lorraine asking Marty if he's feeling all right. And ends with Marty saying in horror, no. The first of many no's. The first of many that we'll get to tomorrow. We'll get through, I guess, tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> um, so right off the bat, after, Lor- after Lorraine asks him that, uh, in one of uh, Zemeckis's patented single shots uh, with like the great framing, and uh, I, lo- I just I love that he does those. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, Marty, Marty's performance, I mean, Michael J. Fox's performance of this bit where he's like, no, I'm not all right. I just want somebody to give me a straight answer. He, he, it's a little much, I think. Maybe a little much because he seems like he's about to cry. Although I could say maybe Michael J. Fox was going a little, a little into overacting territory a lot this week. Um, but this is the first. Yeah, he's playing this hard. Yeah, he's playing it real hard. Real I, was, I would say that particularly in this minute, though, it's sort of playing to the kind of melodrama, like amped up, like tone that this that, that this minute seems to convey, like mm-hmm. like the shot of like his dramatic head turn and then immediate oh, yeah. cut to him stumbling through a cemetery is like to me something like straight out of like a Mel Brooks movie. Yeah, the thunder mm-hmm. transition. Yeah, oh, it's I mean, all of eighty five A is just like cartoon acting. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jennifer uh, Elizabeth Shue is just like Charlie Chaplining it up in Old oh, Marty's right. house. It's mm-hmm. terrific, right? right. Uh, but that's a previous minute. Apologies. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. So so uh, I I really I really like when uh, she says, "Oh, they must have hit you on the head." Really hard this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many times has Billy Zane and the other ones just beaten, beaten Charlie Marty senseless? Yeah. And like thrown him out back onto the streets. <laughs> Charlie Marty is who we refer to the Marty who's in Switzerland. Ah, uh, Marty A. Yes. Oh, I was going to, I missed the bit where they explain where Alt Marty is. I was going to ask that in a later minute. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. He's in, he's Switzerland. in Switzerland. That's right. Right, he's in school, boarding school in Switzerland, um, and and we call him Charlie Marty because there's already Beta Marty, who is the guy at the Lone Pine Mall who goes back to 1955, who was raised by a healthy family. Gotcha. Uh, and parents okay. who love each other, 
Uh, <laughs> and uh, and now there now 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 we have Charlie Marty who we don't see but we hear about. We um, also call him Charlie Marty because I think he's the most like Charlie Sheen of the three Martys. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's like the super like stereotypical like cool guy, like eighties uh, prep cool guy. Yeah. yeah, prep cool guy Marty. Dark eighties Marty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Charlie Marty. All right, gotcha. Charlie. Yeah. Charlie. So, uh, so yeah, that's um. She he asks about uh, where's my father? Where's George McFly? I like. I I both like and dislike the 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 qualification. Like I like, I I like that he's like I'm not talking about Biff because you called him my father earlier. <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> about George McFly, but it does feel clunky in like an exposition way. Uh, at the same time, like I I I feel like maybe maybe it would have been nice if there was like just like an extra like, and I'm not talking about. Biff, I'm talking about George McFly, like just to clarify that that's mm. what's going on, because the way that it plays now feels like clunky exposition to me. See, I kind of read it as like I've had too many conversations about which McFly my dad is because I was pretending to be my son earlier. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it works either way. Some Marty who's learning his way around time travel. No, not me from the future, dad, George McFly, dad, or not right. Biff or whatever. Not me. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, so, uh, George McFly been in the same place for 12 years, uh, which would have, uh, been 1973, which is Oak Park Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, we get and, that, uh, we get that transition to the scariest cemetery. It actually, big it looks, it reminds me of, um, like seeing Michael J. Fox in a cemetery at night. I, I am, my mind immediately goes to the Frighteners. Of course. Um, I think he's also wearing a similar outfit. Uh, ah. to, to particular scenes in uh, the Frighteners, um, like I think the the scene where uh, Michael J. Fox's character is turned into a ghost in the Frighteners, I think he's wearing this same outfit. Hmm. Like the, yeah, like the red t shirt and the jeans. I was watching um, Confession Time. I went to go see Central Intelligence the day that it came out this past weekend. Of course you did. And um, the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't bad. I mean, it wasn't. It was. It was. Uh, it was. It was fun. I love The Rock. I love Kevin Hart when he was doing stand up, and this was like the funniest he's been in a non stand up thing. And um, but anyway, there's a there's a scene where it's going in Act Three, and like you know the the plot is pretty much played out, and they're getting ready for like the third act conflict, and The Rock shows up, and rather than wearing his like goofy t shirts that he's been wearing the whole movie, he's wearing like a black. Like, you know, like uh, under armor over a bulletproof vest and like combat pants. And I was like, oh, my God, he looks like Hobbs. And like for a second, I was like, what if this whole movie (laughs) he's Hobbs undercover? And this is actually in the Fast and the Furious. And then like my other brain was like, get get, shut up. This movie's making you watch the movie. But for a set for a minute, I got really excited that I I thought I saw through the. But yeah, sometimes it can feel like actors kind of wear the similar co- same costume over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, flat circle. <laughs> on uh, what is what do you guys think this is in the background of the of the like the lighting in the cemetery is like? It, oh, I, I thought it was the toxic waste disposal plant or another like it looks like a gasland kind of plant. Yeah, no, um, it looks like where Brian Cranston like- worked in Godzilla. 
<laughs> also that. Yeah, there's a there's a little underground kaiju they're harvesting something yes. out of. Oh, that's it's Biff's what terrifying it is. 85A. It's, 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 okay, it's, I didn't. I Biff's uh, all American kaiju. He's like yeah. breeding a monster. He's the Hannibal Chow of Tannenville, don't you Boom. know? Oh, God. Biff would be a horrifying. <laughs> he, he would totally be a red, red Hulk. But that's, I mean, within this minute, too, you get to see like Biff's crazy, like, I think it's a bathtub set of evil scientist control panels. Mm-hmm. In the like design of his crazy eighty five A apartment, it's well. I think I think I that's the hot. Meng the merciless in watching westerns later. Ah oh, yes, but I just like there. There are so many controls. Is there like yeah. a, a hot hail control from Flash Gordon? Like what's going on in there? I'd hope so. Beth horrific oh, is easily, I think, the most genuinely like threatening Biff. You know, he's sort of the least like yeah. comical, fun villain that the series. He's has. a Biff who's used to winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's he's the darkest Biff, but also yeah. the Biff who did the best. He successfully raped that lady just later. Yay, evil Biff. He sort of like completed his- <laughs> The worst. Sub- he's the worst. Yeah, he's almost sort of like um, kind of like a lion in winter, like King Lear almost at this point. Because he's like, he's on, you get yeah. the feeling that he's been on top for a while, you know? Yeah, it doesn't seem like Tannenville's going to get any better. No, it's definitely already past its like halcyon days, if that's how you pronounce that word. Yes, I've only read it. I think. Yep. I uh, I will say, I I I I question the idea that Marty would be able to stumble into this cemetery and find his father quickly. Like I like I like the idea of he's just like he's just been in this cemetery for hours, just equally equally unsettled, never going <laughs> yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, he's been out at eleven, stumbling around. He has to change the batteries hours. in his flashlight at some point. Headstone, <laughs> daddy. Because I mean, I mean, just cut to some groundskeeper in the background smoking a cigarette. Whatever the fuck is going on over the hill? Sorry, is cursing not? I cursed. Okay, well, a rule is uh, if you, if they say it in the movie, you can say it in the show. Well, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah, totally fine. You can say that. Pay off. That was those. Yeah, I was pay- okay. It was a punchline. Um, I'm dig. I'm really digging like the like Six Flags like haunted October vibe that the cemetery yeah. has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they they drove out to some gasland plant and built a cemetery set. Mm-hmm. It's very so, thriller. It's probably a parking lot. Yeah, so true. So I have hmm. a production design question. Um, so the chemical plant that Marty's like super close to, are those the stacks that we could see from Biff's casino slash hotel? That's what I was wondering. I don't think so. You think this those is a stacks were, those stacks were taller than the 27 story building. <laughs> That's I, true. Those do not look that tall to me. Okay. Yeah. Um, Gosh, there's multiple like power plant. Things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hell Valley is a real shithole. Hell Valley, man. <laughs> one of our one of our listeners called it that in a comment, and I was like, that's "Why amazing. is that not what we've been calling it this whole time?" Yeah, that's strong. That's some that's some good naming. Yeah, that 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 commentary has a future in advertising. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Marty is uh, very horrified. He's beclemmed. Yeah, I really I really like the music in this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's very big. It's, very it's operatic. Really, yeah, it's very big and operatic. Yeah, that's operatic, but just like theatrical, you know. Yeah, big yeah. strings. 
It's really good. Um, I, 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 I love that. I love that. Uh, one, one of the things um, we've been doing is reading the other drafts of the scripts. And hmm. in the Paradox draft, uh, which is the uh, combination movie, the one where uh, the movie was going to include uh, everything in part two and in part three in one two-hour movie. Oh, boy. Uh, in that version, there's actually not anything different. There's a few omitted things. Um, but there's nothing different. Everything is pretty much word for word the same in that, uh, in this, at least in this, this whole week really, um, is pretty much exactly the same. Uh, but in the 67 draft, which was the original draft of the, of the, of the film, when instead of going back to 1955, they go to 1967 to, uh, steal the almanac back. Mm -hmm. Um, and in this draft, uh, where we last left off, uh, Marty had punched Biff and uh, Biff's gang, 3D Skinhead and Match, all show up because they weren't around earlier. Uh, they show up too. and they say that they saw him on the closed on the closed circuit and are there to like help or teach this brat some manners as 3D says, laughing maniacally as the script says. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Lorraine says, uh, she calls Marty out as Martin Hopkins McFly. Oh no. Um, Hopkins. Hopkins, you say. You sure? Hopkins. Do we it's have a, to? It's an interesting, interesting middle name. Um, but yeah, so uh, she says, uh, you owe your stepfather apology. And Marty says, I'm sorry, stepfather, that I didn't hit you harder. And then he leaves. Oh, world Strong. star. Snap, snaps. <laughs> and then he Actual leaves. Uh, and Lorraine said, Biff starts to go after him uh, with his boys. And then Lorraine says, no, Biff, please promise me you won't hurt him. Promise me you won't go after him, please. And then Biff says, all right, Lorraine, I promise. But what she doesn't see is that Biff is crossing his fingers. Oh, that bastard. Ooh. <laughs> Son of a bitch guy. I don't Marty, trust him. As Marty leaves the hotel, a bellman uh, uh, picks up a radio and tells someone on the other li uh, line that he just left. Oh, that Marty just left? Yeah, the Marty just oh. left. So they're, they're keeping tabs on him. So... That's uh, that's where we're at there. Um, I really like the skull design on George's tombstone. There's a skull? Yeah, kind of like right atop. And then there's like an emblem on either side of the skull. I think that's a flower. Oh, it is a flower, but if you if you look at it from a certain angle, it kind of does look like a helmet or a skull. Yeah, or a lucha libre mask, or like strong bad. I think it's interesting. Over. I think it's interesting that they double down on McFly, like in loving memory of George Douglas McFly, and then at the base there's another McFly. Yeah, just in case you weren't positive whose gravestone this. Well, was. that was just George's favorite band, Scott. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's what Biff called him. Yeah. <laughs> At first I thought it said Molly. Molly? I want you to carve Molly onto my tombstone. I I need it. I love <laughs> my it. My favorite drug. My favorite way to club, Lorraine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite way to club. Oh man. 
So this is all um, very this is all very Christmas carol-y in a way that I don't think I was old enough to appreciate when I first saw this movie. Yeah. It's definitely that's definitely I think the vibe they're going for is mm-hmm. the Christmas carol, especially with the three different timelines. Um it's it is like past, present and future, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just it's uh, interesting yeah. that yeah. the past, present, and future mean different things in this movie than in most, like, you know, Wonderful Life, Christmas Carol-y kind of ways. Right. Because time travel. Mm-hmm. Time travel. It's the best. And extremely dangerous. <laughs> so dangerous. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. Well, that's all I have for this minute. Yeah. Yep. He's good. Solid minute. All right. Well, we will be back tomorrow to cover Minute 52. In the meantime, you can go to our website, DuelingGenre.com, where you can check out our other podcasts, like The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast, which Michael's been on. It's Um, true. It's true. Yeah, you can go check that out. What episode was that that you were on? It was the third Doctor, wasn't it? Oh, boy. I have no idea. I haven't been been since the, the reboot. Yeah. Um, so I honestly couldn't tell you. I can't remember what episode. I think it was the third Doctor story, but I'm not sure. Um, (laughs) anyway, so go check that out. Uh, the doctor's companion or doctor who podcast that we do with Cassandra Fredrickson. And you can also check out our original audio drama geek by night, uh, which uh, Nick and I executive produce and, uh, all that stuff. Fully cast audio drama. It's fun. Go check that out. And, uh, while you're checking things out, go to duelinggenre.com slash support and uh, check out our Patreon page. We are very close to hitting our goal of a weekend edition of Back to the Future Minute. Uh, so make sure that you're, uh, you're checking out uh, all of the benefits of becoming a Patreon member. And if you think it's worth it, uh, please uh, throw, us, throw us some money. Um, we would appreciate it. Uh, and uh, also special thanks to Patreon associate producer, uh, David Jeffries, yes. uh, which we couldn't do this without him. So thank you so much. Uh, to him and uh, definitely go check out uh, drunk Hawkman, which you can get on uh, YouTube. youtube.com slash drunk Hawkman. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's, it's really funny. And I, I binge watched the whole thing in one sitting. So um, thank you very much. So, yeah. It's, 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 it's I was really watching great. through it again recently to put uh, closed captions on. We're now fully closed captioned. Hey, it just nice. took me actually doing it. <laughs> nice. um, uh, yeah. And I was surprised that like, usually I go back and watch things with me in them and I hate them, but I actually still really like this. Yeah, so. it's good. Uh, I mean, I'm, especially I'm, if you're a DC fan. Uh, check it out, for sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll be back with Minute 52 tomorrow. Uh, see you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.